Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Hey, Secrets of Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real-life cheat code, seriously, like a real-life cheat code, and then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Merit Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Fun fact about Antonio T. Smith Jr. It is a known fact that he is a pastor of a church. But what is not known is there is a photo floating around of Antonio T. Smith Jr. dressed as Jesus. <laughs> Wig, robe, everything. I think he even had the thorn, the thorn crown in blood. I'm not so sure, but I, but the picture is definitely floating around. He had on a lace front wig, ladies. Terrible. You know what that is. He had on a lace front wig. A terrible idea while you being professional <laughs> with the robe. Another fun fact about Antonio T. Smith Jr. Hey, everybody. Here's your quick win for today. If you're tired, like me, of getting your trash can all jacked up and juicy at the bottom and all stinky, this is what you do. Put some newspaper at the bottom of your trash bag and then let all the food juices hit your newspaper and they won't hit your trash can. There you go. That's your quick win for today. This episode is brought to you by Listen to Paul's Impact. Houston's first radio show dedicated to people living with HIV, their friends and family, every Monday from 7.30 to 9.30 Central Standard Time on Real Talk 100 Radio. You can also find us on all social media under Paul's Impact. That's P-O-Z-I-M-P-A-C-T. And if you happen to miss our show, follow and subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can catch the latest episodes of Pause Impact. Thank you for rocking with the Secret to Success podcast. It's been a while y'all been hanging with me. I sure appreciate you. You know who I am, Antonio T. Smith Jr. in the place. That's it, man. Listen, I appreciate all the love I'm getting. Thank you very much for even making me a community in the first place. That's a really big deal. I appreciate all the downloads and keeping me consistently in the top 100, either in iTunes as a whole or as a category. This is a really, really big deal for me to even be here. I do this podcast to give you absolute value and give away almost every single thing for free so you can have it. If you dig what I do, send me some good vibes, send me some good energy, rate it, do whatever you want to do. Drop me a comment, text me 409-500-1546. Again, that's 409-500-1546. I love to hear your thoughts about the podcast. And I give away a lot of free stuff in that text community. So I love you. I appreciate you. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plan better. You can dominate. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us today for the Secret to Success podcast. We have a special episode with Shane Metcalf. He is the, the, the co-founder and the chief culture officer of 15.5. He's also a keynote speaker and the host of the Best Self-Management podcast. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pass this over to Mr. Shane and let him tell us more about himself. So, Mr. Shane, the floor is now yours. Well, Deanna, thank you very much for having me on. And, you know, I'm excited to share a little bit of my story, but I, I fundamentally think that, you know, the, the title of the podcast, The Art of Success, and or I'm sorry, The Secret to Success, and the, the secret to success, I think, in the modern day and age is how can you 
serve everyone around you? How can you deliver incredible amounts of value to not just your customers, but also to your employees? And that that is really the key to success in the 21st century. And, and so, you know, uh, I, I think that uh, just a little context for you, uh, whoever is listening. Um, so, you know, I'm the chief culture officer and co-founder of this company called 15.5. And it, to me, this has been the journey of a lifetime, you know, building this company. We've, we're eight years in now. And the journey that it's been has been one of the most profound, incredible journeys. One of my favorite quotes when I was young that I would hear was, you know, become a millionaire, not for the million dollars, but for who you become in the process. And building a company now that was, is, you know, worth eight figures and that we're, we feel like we're just getting started and the prospects of the financial success of it are all really incredible, but that quote really rings true. The journey that I've been on to get where I'm at today has been the most incredible transformational process that where I've actually become a happier, healthier uh, human being, you know, more fulfilled, more competent, more aware of my strengths, less anxious, less fearful, and being able to operate from that place, that's where I really feel like is the biggest success from this whole journey. Okay. Now that leads me to my first question. Um, normally, normally, you know, you ask the question. So tell us what inspired you to get started. Now my question to you is what, what was, what was the, what, at what point in your journey were you like, okay, I'm either going to stop or I'm going to, push through. Yeah, there's been a couple of really key moments like that. And, you know, I mean, I think every entrepreneur will be able to relate to those moments because it really is, you know, when we first launched 15.5 and 15.5, just to, you know, presence a little bit of what it is, we are a people management platform. And so essentially we help anyone who has, who manages other people be more efficient and effective in that process and to increase engagement and performance by helping people become better versions of themselves. And so that's a little bit of the context of what the business actually does. And when we launched, we actually got some really great press and it kind of, you know, it pushed us uh, along really nicely. It was, just a, it was a little mention in Inc. Magazine of one of, you know, some, some person's favorite new app and they mentioned us and that got us so much business and it really, it had us come out of the gate swinging. And about two years in, there was a little bit of dip in the growth, a little bit of the, the slowdown. And we started realizing that, okay, if this business is going to be successful, it's going to be because we figured some of this shit out. We actually now need to, uh, get really serious about solving some of our marketing, some of our sales positioning, some of the product market fit issues that weren't going to just solve themselves. And I believe that the quality of determination that you bring to any endeavor is going to be one of the greatest factors in how successful it will be. And so, Deanna, you know, those moments when – it hasn't just been 
you know, up and to the right every moment. That's mm-hmm. when the determination, the doubling down, the committing 1,000%, that's when it's the most important part because that's when I think the most businesses fail, when the mindset of the founders starts to waver and you stop being 100% committed. That, thank you. Thank you so much for saying that. And and what we do, we come across a lot of entrepreneurs, and in speaking to them, you you hear the hesitation in their voice, and we all need to let them know either you're in 100% or it's not going to work. And like you said, that mindset, that mindset definitely, your your business is going to grow as far as your mindset goes. So thank you so much, Jay, for 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 that. And I have an, I have another question for you. Um, with you said. You said in two years you guys were you were booming. You mentioned in Inc. magazine you had a lot going. You had customers just coming to you. How did you guys, with what you're doing, how did you handle the 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 work environment, the the culture, the the office culture? How did you develop that with the with your growth being as fast as it it was? Yeah, well, you know, it's been a uh, probably the thing that we are the most proud of. I mean, we're really proud of all of our customers. We're proud of the results they get with their people. But we've built one of the best cultures on the planet. And, you know, we just got recognized by Glassdoor as the number three best place to work in the country. We just won Inc's, Inc. Magazine's best place to work. Um, we've tripled our headcount in just the last 11 months alone. You know, we went from, we started last year at around 70 people and we're now about 210 people as of today in January. And, you know, that's often when the culture starts to break down when people, you know, oh, the men, oh, we used to have a really cool, you know, intimate culture. And so what I'm really proud of is that we've managed to scale some of the magic. And, you know, I think that it really comes down to you need to be deliberate about culture. You need to understand that culture is perhaps, if not the top, it's one of the it's one of the top single greatest competitive advantages that anyone can develop. Because if you have great culture, you're going to have people bringing all of their passion to the table you're going to create a sense of shared ownership so that you are not the only person giving it your all, that everyone feels a collective destiny with the company and says, yes, I am going to do the best work of my life and to, to solve the biggest problems of the company. And you do that, it's really actually quite simple. You do that by caring about your people. You do that by helping them become better versions of themselves. You know, there's, a, there's an innate human desire to evolve, to grow, to expand, to become a more competent, more capable, more effective version of ourselves. And so if you can create an environment where going to work every day actually produces growth and development, versus fear and trauma and anxiety and debilitating stress. Not that, you know, that growth and development is always comfortable, 
that's actually kind of the opposite. Growth and development <laughs> often is uncomfortable. Yeah. But if you can create a company where growth and development is the default versus fear, anxiety, control, resentment, terror, then you're going to start building one of the highest performing teams, one of the most loyal teams. You know, in, in eight years, we've had, um, you know, a handful of people voluntarily leave the company, like six at this point, something like that. And, on, and ha- only half of those have been for other jobs. The other people have just, you know, not wanted to work. They wanted to go surfing and take a break from the rat race. And, and so it, it really works if you actually start thinking about how can, how can we as leaders of this company start to conspire for our people's greatness? All kinds of interesting things come through. And that can look different of how it gets expressed in every company. But there's some really cool things that will happen if you just start to ask yourself that question. How can I help my people become a better version of themselves? You know, how can I create a culture where people feel a deep sense of belonging, where there's a high level of, of psychological safety, where people feel like it's okay to take risks because they know that they won't be punished for taking a risk. I mean, maybe there's feedback, maybe failure happens, but then you learn from it. And that's where innovation, creativity really starts to thrive. Wow. Thank you. That, that <laughs> Thank you so much for that. I, I can't even begin to tell you how many times I've been in a work environment and was only told, just do this, don't do anything else, don't try to add anything to it, don't don't come up with any new ideas, just do this. And until I got, uh, until I became Antonio's executive assistant and just working within his his uh, culture, here he get he, he allows us to be the uh, our high, the highest expression of ourselves. He allows us to to work. He says, okay. I put you here for a reason. This is for you. Don't come back to me, you know, ask me questions because I trust you with this. You know, he allows us to, to 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 do that very thing. And that leads me to my next question. As entrepreneurs in creating that positive workplace, how important is the hiring process? Yeah, well the hiring process is absolutely critical because, you know, the the most the, the most value that I can add to my company to fifteen five is by hiring incredible people. You know, who you hire has a disproportional impact on the success of the company than anything that one person can do. And so it's really important to make sure that you put attention on your hiring process, especially if you're in, you know, a hyper growth mode where you're hiring, you know, ten people every week or something like that. And even if you're not hiring that fast, then, you know, it's still super important. And what you want to do is you want to, you want to be thoughtful about it. You want to take the time to think through the process of, well, first of all, who are we as a company? You know, are, is, is there a high degree of self-knowledge of who the company is? And what I mean by that is why do you exist? Are you really clear about what your mission is? 
are you really clear about what your core values are? You know, what is acceptable behavior and what is unacceptable behavior? What is the, the impact you want to have on the world? What does success at your company look like? What does it mean to be a great manager at our company? What does it mean to really live our values? You need to have answers to those questions before you can actually develop a great hiring process because there's, it's one thing to be able to hire people with the right skills, but it's another thing to hire people who are going to contribute to your culture. And I don't say fit with your culture because I think culture fit is a bullshit idea and they can keep a company homogenous and really create a lack of diversity, whether that's racial diversity or age diversity or cognitive diversity. Mm. But, you know, because you don't want to just hire people that think the way, like you think. You want to hire people who are passionate about the mission and the vision of the company and who are going to contribute creative ideas to not only the business side of things, but also to the cultural side of things. You know, we just had a, a person uh, leave the company because we actually, the way that we've built this culture is that there's a lot of self-reflection mm. baked into the pie. You know, there, there's a lot of, there's an uncommonly high level of vulnerability in our company. And it was, you know, it's really interesting. Like this guy made it through a hiring process, but then three months in realized, wow, this is too much for me. I actually, this is not the kind of work environment that I want. And that's really important. And I'm really happy for that person because, you know, we're not in the business of telling anybody that they need to, to actually connect with people that they don't want to connect with. We've built a high connection, you know, high, high uh, truth-telling organization. And mm -hmm. that isn't for everybody. And so what that triggered for me was, oh, okay, we need, to, we need to make it more explicit and make sure that every single person that's coming through knows and gets a sense and a preview of what it's really like to work here at our company. Because for the people that it's for, it's, they can't believe how good it is. You know, they, they are just, you know, over the moon that they found a company where they can be themselves. And then for other people, they, they say, whoa, I just actually want a job. I don't want to reflect on my life. I don't want to have personal development be a part of my career development. And so yeah. it, 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 when you know yourself like that as a company, it's much easier to design a hiring process where you can really reveal your cards and people can say yes. I want that or no, I don't want that. Wow. <laughs> that wow, I've I've never heard <laughs> I've never heard anybody say, you know what, I don't I don't want to do self reflection. I just want a job. So I'm gonna leave. That is and you don't find a lot of companies that that have that with within it. So um, I, Antonio always tells us success has one language, and every time you speak, Shane, I hear it every single time. So, what motivated you 
what inspired you to want to help businesses manage their people, create these positive workplaces, and include that that self reflection and that personal development within within the growth of their companies? What inspired you and and your your uh, and the other co-founder to to want to build this type of business? Yeah. Well. Well. Listen. I think that it's it's because our experiences, you know, me and my co-founder's experience of, of doing these, this kind of transformational work where you're really asked to think deeply about what do you want in life? What do you want out of the, the, your, the health of your body? What do you want out of your relationships? What do you want around your finances? How much money do you want to make? What are your dreams in life? What are the things that actually light you up? And how do you find that deeper purpose? How do you know your strength? Hey, everybody, guess what? I'm disrupting the network marketing, or also known as the multi-level marketing industry as well. ATS Network, it is the brand newest multi-level marketing company that's getting so much media attention and breaking records all over the world. Why? I'll give you six reasons why. For one, it's free to join. That's right. If you want to make money, with us, you don't have to pay a dime to join us. Number two, there's no auto ship. That means there's nothing that I'm charging you. And there's also no customer volume requirement. That means you don't have to order $199 worth of a product to get this, whatever, right? If you want all your residual income, it costs you nothing per month, whether it be auto ship or customer volume requirements for you to get in here. Number three. You don't have to pay monthly for your website. That's right. No $24.95 a month or all this stuff like that. Number four, there's no obligation or any incentive for you to recruit anyone. Now, I probably should have led with that. Let me say that again. I have the only network marketing company in the world in which you don't have to go out and get three to get three, get three, get three, and all that stuff like that. No recruitment whatsoever. Your mom, your grandmother, or the lady next door can do this. Number five, you never have to get promoted or recruit anyone to the to get the highest level of residual income. Since I don't have distributors and since I don't require you to recruit anyone, guess what? The moment you come in, you can get topped level residual income. And finally, you only have to be an active customer to make money with the company. Check out the show notes. It's probably the first link. Antonio T. Smith Jr. If you want to be one of the 100,000 millionaires that I want to create, this is where you should be, ATS Network. Link is in the show notes. Love you. You can plant better. You can dominate. Those are all things that me and my co-founder have been, you know, for whatever reason, I think, on that path for a couple of decades. You know, for mm -hmm. me, it started as a teenager. I started reading books like Creative Visualization and Think and Grow Rich and studying people like Ken Wilber and Integral Theory and all of these other really interesting thinkers, and it, it lit a fire in me. I realized that humans have a chance to grow and develop, and that as we, as we do develop our consciousness, as we grow in these stages of development, we can hold a bigger picture, we can make a greater impact, we can be happier and more fulfilled, and we can begin to 
live the life that we were destined to live. And so for me, that walking that path has made all the difference in the world. You know, I look around in my life right now and I, I can scarcely believe the, the incredible abundance of meaningful friendships, of a lot of health, of a, a thriving marriage. And as we were just talking before we started recording, we've got a baby on the way. You know, I have a company that's thriving. We're growing like crazy. You know, I, I have so much happiness in my life. And it's come partly from focusing on career and finances, but it's also come from focusing on all these other dimensions of my life the interpersonal relationships, for example, and getting good at relationship. And so all of those things have, have really made a world of difference for me. And so when we decided to build this company, we said, what if we actually make part of the purpose of our company to unlock the potential of every single human being that is within the company and also that uses our product. What would that be like? Because we know how good it is to be on a journey of unlocking potential, which is a, a lifelong journey. But we know the rewards of that. And so why wouldn't we want the same thing for every person that works as a part of our company? Wow, oh. <laughs> I'm speechless because everything that you are saying is it. It's what Antonio does here, and and I wish that so many more people would experience what you speak of the you, your company, the ATS company, because it's very freeing to work with CEOs like yourself, Antonio, your co-founder, because you actually care about the people who work with you. You actually care about your team, and I'm hearing that as well. And you said, you know, the relationships that you've built. And it, and please correct me if I'm wrong. It, it sounds like caring about people is basically your secret to success. You actually care about people. Yeah, it's amazing, right? It's, it's so simple, <laughs> and it's so obvious, and it's so human, and yet I think that, uh, you know, one of the older models of business that I think that we are leaving behind is that you can't care about people and be profitable. And, mm. you know, you need, you need to view uh, humans as resources, hence the name human resources. And what that has resulted in is treating people like pieces of coal. You throw it in the oven, you burn it up, you get energy extracted, and then you you know, dispose of the waste. Mm. And we're entering a new world. If you want to succeed in business, you need to start caring about your people. Because, listen, with automation coming down the pipeline, I mean, this next decade is going to completely reinvent the business world. And the, the thing that AI, machine learning, automation – won't be able to replicate as human creativity. Mm. And so we need to start 
thinking about how do we awaken the creativity in our people. And it's, it's, it's an exciting time because I think that we are at an inflection point where it's, it's been proven that caring about your people, creating a culture where people feel a deep sense of belonging, where people grow in their esteem, where people essentially are on a path of self-actualization to become their best selves. If you do that, you will win at the financial aspect of the business. And that's becoming proven. It's, you know, there's a lot of really great research that's showing those organizations outperform the other organizations. And it's, it's amazing because I know that it's, it hasn't, you know, these ideas haven't crossed the chasm and entered the full mainstream where this is the default. But if, you know, if we succeed, then, you know, the vision of the world that we have is that this is the default, that people can experience joy at work. People can have some of the best moments of their life at the office where, you know, by working at a company, you start to have a better marriage because you learn good communication techniques at work about giving and receiving feedback and around, you know, how do you communicate effectively? And all of a sudden, you go home and you have a better relationship with your wife, your husband. You know, you start clearing things up with the people around you because you know that clean relationships lead to increased trust, which improves collaboration, which ultimately makes you more efficient as an organization. And so it's, it's so cool because I think for a long time, the interests of the business have been at odds with the interests of the person. And we're finally coming to a point where the interests, like as a business owner, you know, my, my teammate, if I can help him live the life that he wants and realize his dreams, he's going to contribute everything he can back to the company. And so it's really actually about aligning how can we leverage our company as a vehicle for the realization of our people's dreams. Because that's how, that's how we're going to realize our full potential as a company. So, well, Shane, how does that process begin with a, with a new employee? Yeah, so, um, you, you know, I think that there's a, there's a couple things I'll say on this. One is that, you know, we talk about this as best self-management, managing people in a way that they become better versions of themselves, which produces mm -hmm. high performance. And so it starts with a mindset shift. You know, you need to stop thinking of your people as resources and instead think of them as potential to be unlocked. So if you, 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 you need to start there. And that's 60 to 70% of the whole process. Because if you change your thinking, if you change your beliefs about your people and around the role of your company as it relates to serving those people, that's going to already start to change a lot of things. Second thing is you want to start building in systems and processes to actually support the growth and development. And so, you know, there's, a lot, there's so many cool things you can do. 
there's things like um, just having people take strengths assessment and start to, you know, like the Gallup Strengths Finder and have people start learning about their innate strengths and making sure that you're putting them in, in roles and positions that allow them to invest in and cultivate those strengths. You can start with a best self kickoff with a new employee. And that's the manager sitting down with them and really having a, 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 a you know, like a two-hour meeting where you get into the nitty-gritty of like, you know, what do you really want? What do you, what do you, what does success look like to you in this role? If you could do anything in six months that you can't do now, what would you want to do? But how do you want to personally grow? How do you want to, uh, you know, what's your career progression look like? in your ideal world? What are some of your other bucket list items that you want to accomplish? How do you want to feel at work? And you start to dig in on all of those questions and you start to just make it a broader conversation around, hey, we're, here, we're interested in you. We're interested in what you want. And then figuring out ways to make that happen. It's also a good way of finding out if like, you know, because sometimes people think that they want a job. Like I love treating interviews as coaching sessions because usually an interview is typically just two people lying to each other. <laughs> yes, it you is. Know, I'll, I'll tell you what I think you want to hear. All right, I'll tell you what I think you want to hear. And then the truth doesn't get told. And right. expectations are misaligned and it's, you know, if a relationship starts on top of a lie, it, it'll, it's destined to crumble. Mm. And so getting as honest as you can from the beginning about what people want and, and you know, setting that as the foundation is going to set you up for success. Um, and then there's broader things, you know, making sure that you're building an organization where there's a proper amount of appreciation happening or people are being thanked you know the 80 percent of people that have left jobs in the last um, and according to one survey cite a lack of appreciation as one of the chief reasons why they left mm. so how can you start to make sure that people feel seen and valued for the work they're doing you know we, we built a feature called high fives and it's just when you do your 50, weekly 15 five I just ask you to, you know, give recognition and, and appreciate other people. And it's amazing what happens as soon as we launch inside of a company because we start to shift the positivity ratio. And the positivity ratio is an idea from social science and positive psychology that says that human beings thrive when you have a proper number, a proper ratio of positive to negative emotional interactions. And so just by introducing weekly appreciations and gratitudes, you start to increase the positivity ratio, which increases psychological safety, which increases the sense of belonging, and people's nervous systems start to relax a little bit versus, you know, the amygdala being triggered and everyone operating in a fight-or-flight state and you're always on threat, uh, you know, high alert, threat survival, threat detection mode. And so there's, I mean, there's so many things I could go on and on. I mean, you know, uh, doing things like every quarter, having somebody set a personal development objective. You know, you have your business objectives, 
for the quarter. And then you also have a personal development objectives. You know, it could be learn to swim or learn to sing or play the ukulele or, you know, get better at Excel or, you know, work on my public speaking. But how do you personally want to grow this quarter in addition to your business objectives? It's one of the simplest ways to ensure that you're in a regular conversation about personal development. Because you know what? Personal development is professional development. If somebody says, I want to play the ukulele, and they learn to play the ukulele, that is going to make them a better sales manager. Hmm. Because the more we learn anything, the easier it is to learn everything. And if you're on a journey of learning, you're going to be open to new information and new ideas. It's going to be cultivating what Carol Dweck called a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. And so, you know, I could go on and on about <laughs> why, why we can do this and how we can do it, but I'll, I'll stop there. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I, you, I love companies like yours and what you're teaching other companies to do and, and what Antonio does here within our team because it, I can't begin to – before I even got here, I was on a job where that I, the fight or flight kicked in and it was always, I want to fly because I'm, I'm, I'm there's too much anxiety here. There's <laughs> too much going on. Yeah. It's, either, it's yeah. either do this or you won't be here. It's, it's okay, we got to get the numbers up. We got to do and, – and in understanding all of that, it's the, uh, it's the approach. I'm like, okay, I get this. But I, what I'm dealing with on a daily basis, you, you don't, you're not, you, help me, <laughs> you know. But if I would have, yeah. if it was this type of environment where they're like, okay, look, let us know how. Not only are you helping us, but let us help you. You know, what would you like to? What would you like to be in three months working here? What, what do you, what do you really want to do? Like to have someone yeah. sit down and ask me that question. It's like, wow. Oh, oh! You actually care about me. You're not just hiring me to fill a position. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> you know, and and to have anybody walk into an environment like that, it it would definitely, definitely change the atmosphere of the company itself. And then the and then you said the high. Did you say the high five? You implemented the high yeah. five with the. Yep. Okay, so when you said that, the, the first thing I thought, I'm not, I'm, I promise you, the first thing I thought is everyone walking around going, hey, great day, high-fiving. Man, you did great on that. Just just complimenting each other, telling each other how great, and, and then high-fiving, because we do that here. Like when uh, one yep. of uh, the yep. team members, his name is yeah, his name is Reginald, we'll be, uh, Antonio will be talking to us and uh, and Reginald and I are partners in, in, one, of the pro, in one of Antonio's companies. And he'll be, he'll, Antonio will be thinking to us and he'll say something. I'll look at Reginald, and Reginald will look at me and just put our hands up and hop off like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Totally, and, totally. <laughs> and it feels so good. It feels so good to appreciate other people. Yes. It, it actually changes the neurochemistry of the brain when you, when you give somebody a high five. And you know what, oh. what's so cool is that, like, it even, even somebody just witnessing it, is going to their brain is going to squirt out a bunch of a, a dopamine and oxytocin. Just witnessing appreciation actually yeah. changes the neurochemistry 
of the person witnessing it. And that's to say nothing about the people actually giving or receiving the appreciation. And so, yeah, let's build cultures of gratitude and appreciation. How about that versus fear and control? Exactly. And like you said earlier, that's how filters over in your home life gets better because when you're seeing all this gratitude and appreciation being shown at work and you're, you're treated with gratitude and appreciation in your workplace, when you, come, when you come home, you're going to want to share that same experience because yeah. you're seeing it, you're experiencing it, and, you know, the, the, the dopamine and, and, and everything is firing off of your brain. Now you want to go home and share the same thing. And, and now it and it really does change the entire environment. I can I can even tell uh, with my with my four year old son when I when I go pick him up after school, he's like, "Mommy, I had a good day." And I'm like, "Yeah!" And we high five each other. And the rest of the day, we're both like on cloud nine. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, totally. And that's that's the cool thing is that it's it, we have an opportunity to contribute to to the whole life of our employees rather than just um, just to their paycheck. Because if we do create that kind of a culture, then, yeah, you get to go home and you get to suddenly, uh, you know, your cup runneth over. And instead of coming home completely fried and traumatized from your day and then needing to shift gears and, you know, suddenly show up as, as, as a loving mother, you get to effortlessly move from a joyful work experience into you know, sharing that joy with your family. And, you know, it's kind of funny, like, you know, we often, uh, I'll hear stories of spouses that get a little annoyed by our employees because they come home and they, they can't stop talking about work in a, in a positive way. And, you know, especially sometimes they, you know, they're like, okay, okay, we've, I've heard enough of, of about 15 times, you know, can we talk about something else already, please, for the love of God. Um, so it's, it's a, it's a good problem to have. I'll take that problem. Yeah. Well, 15, five is actually saving lives because you, you don't, you're, they're not going home wanting to talk to their significant others. They're going home wanting to share the, the amazing positive energy that they had throughout the day. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So Mr. Shane. I would before we before we end today's interview, I would love for you to tell everyone about the Best Self Conference. Yeah. Okay. Great. So the Best Self Conference, we are bringing together um, 250 uh, senior people leaders, so and and CEOs, founders, um, executives, to an incredible state in Santa Cruz, California, and we're going to have three days of. of talking about how do we bring these ideas to life? How do we actually build companies to help people become their best selves? And we've got incredible speakers like Simon Sinek is doing one of our keynotes, um, some really amazing business leaders sharing the latest and the greatest about the, the research, the science, and the implementation of these ideas to create extraordinary world-class workplaces where people can be and become their best selves. And so that's happening in May of this year. We're really excited about it. And you can learn more by going to 155.com. 
and um, and uh, we would love to see you there. Uh, I mean, we will definitely make sure that we put the information for the Best Self Conference in the show notes. So while you are listening to this, make sure you go down to the show notes and click and register for the Best Self Conference. Now, Shane, where can our audience find you? Yeah, well, one of the best places is probably to check out our own podcast, the Best Self Management Podcast. If you just look up Best Self Management on the on it, wherever you listen to your podcasts, we'll come up. And um, you know, we've got a lot of really good ideas, a lot of practical ideas there. Um, you can also follow me on LinkedIn and Twitter. Um, just uh, search for Shane Metcalf, um, and I will come up. I'm sharing a lot of content there, exploring all of these ideas. Um, and then you can also uh, reach out if you would like me to come speak at your organization or your gathering um, and to get this message out there to your audience. Awesome. So, so Shane, do you have any final words for our Secret to Success audience? Well, I think that it really does come down to, you know, love everyone and serve everyone. You know, that's kind of what we're really talking about is, is just bring your love for other people into your business. It's, it's really, it makes everything better. It, it makes, I think it bridges the, the, the gap between business and, and our hearts. And when we do that, when we can start leading from our hearts, I think that we can really do incredible things and we get to, we get to make more money. We get to keep our employees for longer. We get to feel really good about what our, our legacy about the long-term impact that we have on every person that joins our mission. Awesome. Well, Shane, thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of the Secret to Success podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, again, to find out more about the conference, to find out where to find Shane, please check the show notes and they will, everything will be there. Thank you so much, Shane, for joining us today. Everyone, you have an amazing multi-million dollar day. I have failed so much in life. I've been so evil. I've done everything in life to mess it up. And I have. I have completely messed this life up. And then I changed. And then I started applying things that I didn't know, but I always knew. You call it the law of attraction. Or maybe you don't. Or maybe you're religious and maybe you're not. Here is what I know. I know that we all have a karmic debt to pay off. And I have either paid mine off or almost off. And now I dedicate my entire life to you. Please know that as my life is dedicated to you, it means I get beat up a lot. But that's what this is about. It is about people like me putting their gains at risk for you. The crazy thing about life is once we get enough, whatever enough means, if you're a politician, it's enough votes. Someone likes money, enough money. 
whatever enough is, a pastor, enough members, we tend to protect it. This podcast is not about protection, it's about you. I sincerely believe in you. I know you're going to be it. I know you're going to do it. Whatever that is for you, there are no mistakes. I want you to share this podcast, but not for personal gain. I want you to share it because I am giving you my every being so you can turn around and do the same for others. I give away me. And then you give away you. I lower me so you can stand on my shoulders and then you return the favor and you lower yourself so someone else will stand on your shoulders and then voila. No one is lower than the other because we've all lowered ourselves. Finally, the music in this podcast that you're going to hear, I hope it gets stuck in your head. It's actually from my favorite movie, Cloud Atlas. It's a cover, it's not the original version, but it sounds just like it. Cloud Atlas is a great movie by the Wachowskis. My second favorite movie is The Matrix, but that has nothing to do with this right now. It is about repeating the same mistakes. And so I'm hoping subconsciously that as you repeat the same mistakes, Cloud Atlas is mostly about ascending from those mistakes. So I'm hoping the words, the music, the melody, everything helps you ascend to where you're supposed to be, which is where you've always agreed you wanted to be before you got here. I love you. This is the Secret to Success Law of Attraction. I really, really know that this will be a blessing, a lifesaver to many people. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't plan better. You can dominate. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world, not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions, $22 an hour, paid training, and I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True, but it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter, and that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture and there are so many different things that you can do this summer as a matter of fact you can free up as much time as you want to but if you're not using ZipRecruiter you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people 
So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review, and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter. R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.